a good tune. Good tune. Nice job, Ryan Neal, Irish Drive. Welcome to the Founder Spot, everybody. Thanks for joining us wherever you are, whenever you are. Appreciate you spending time with us. Uh, Founders Pod, I'm Brandon Miner, uh, broadcasting live from our United Commercial Insurance Studio. Happy to be here with you with my co-host, Jordan Hansen and Matt Lamb. Welcome, gentlemen. Good to be here. Hey, thank you. Good to see you, too. Glad you guys are here. We are here. We're on YouTube as well at the Founders Pod. We are live in the studio together. United live whenever you are watching this. That's right. Yes. Um, I kind of want to take this to a set. So we're doing a mini pod. And so we're excited to bring this topic to you today. I'm really excited about it because it's something that it's been in the news. It's been something I've thought about. I've dealt with kind of frustrating, but before I think we're going to run a segment. That's right. Let's do it. What's the deal with, I'm going to take this one. Go. What's the deal? Are you ready? Ready. Top gun. Which one? The First new? one. Second one. In fact, there's, there's a specific portion I of I each. I know you're talking about. There's a specific portion of each. Okay. The f We're just going to do the second one. Top Gun Maverick. I like Top Gun. You're talking about the opening. I'm talking about the opening. Yeah. I'm talking about Maverick going, mock, whatever. 11? Almost 11. Almost. Yeah. I think 10, 8. Because he's like driving the experimental craft at that point, right? He ejected. Before the plane blew up going mock 8, he would be eviscerated. Is that true? Okay. Yes, that's 100% oh, really? true. Uh, I didn't even think about he that. He didn't even, he didn't eject in a pod. Well, he didn't do anything. He just basically, he can eject and and, and he never dies when he object, object. I mean. Ejects. Ejects from the plane. And then he just kind of floats down and walks into a place in Kansas. Well, it's Tom Cruise. No, no. Did he? That's run? stupid. Did he run? In fact, there's some conspiracy out there that he died and the rest of the movie is his dream. Because he like. Did you read this on a forum? Yeah, I did. Okay. And he dreamt that he was like How the main guy in a thing. Or Mach 10. He was Mach, Mach 10. 10. How fast is that? Well, 10 times the speed of sound. What's the speed? Is, it, is it 10x? I don't think it's 10x. Well, the, sp the, sound, the speed of sound is like, what? 900 miles an hour? Something like that? Like 800, I think. How fast is Mach 10.8? Okay. 3,700 meters a second. How fast is that? Fast. <laughs> That, yeah, you'd probably get... So he would just get... the wind, wind would just crush him. It would just rip him apart. Interesting. The plane got ripped apart. Yeah. He I would get ripped apart. But, I thought that was a really stupid way to start the movie. Okay, but I mean, actually... And I like the movie. ...have been doing defying real, re, reality. Defying reality for a long time. That's kind of just like the MO, isn't it? Uh, no, but that one, you're trying to make that one somewhat realistic to start it off yeah. like that is okay. stupid. Plus... Plus, I don't think they get the budget to rebuild that thing. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? A lot of stuff happens. And and he could have destroyed the airplane and the guy's like, nope, shut it down. You don't have the budget to rebuild that, like, that's right. whatever, that, $500 million plane. Tons no. of money, right? But yeah. eject out, I think about, oh my gosh, that's so much money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's I like, like, I like your use of the word uh, eviscerate, though. Eviscerate. That's what yeah. takes the guts out. Disembowel. Yeah. Oh, he would have got disemboweled. Yeah, his bowels would have been flying separately. The than claws his body. of the wind <clears throat> dig right into those bowels, take them out. There was a part where Neil deGrasse Tyson talked about that, and he's like, he would, he's dead. Like, there's, I there's no him. chance of him surviving that. Yeah, and so I think that was a dumb way. Not to if start he's it. wearing even like a bear suit. He was like wearing a, a like a Fortnite suit. <laughs> is what he was wearing. It was dumb. It was really. Stupid. Did he have? 
Did he have a parachute? How did he get down? Parachute, yeah. I'm assuming they didn't show him having a parachute. He didn't glide for sure. He didn't like squirrel suit it. I was like Mario. Right. <laughs> well, no, like, I know you know those said. like bridge jump right, guys? Right. No, the he base didn't. Jumper, yeah. Base jump. But even those guys have a parachute. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They have to, right? Because it's just the glide until they're ready to pull the chute. Did oh. you think this when you watched it the first time? Yes. Absolutely. You did. absolutely I, immediately. You were like, come on, give me a break. I was like, okay, he'd never live through that. He would never live through that. Yeah. By the way, this is a side note. We need to have on one of our mini pods, Brandon discuss the inner workings of Don't trigger me. Paw Patrol. <laughs> Don't even trigger me. Mayor Goodway. Mayor Humdinger. I don't think I'm familiar enough to. Have you seen Paw Patrol? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. But I don't know how much. I don't. I've watched it. No, he will go on. Have you seen the citizens of Paw Patrol? He All can right. do they a are full over policed half hour. They are over policed. We don't need over governed. <laughs> it's a full on police oh, state, so dude. <laughs> it's messed up. And the mayor Goodwin, the amount of taxes. Good she way. Take, Good way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at the technology that those stupid puppies are flying around in. Oh yeah. Okay. I see. You're do right. you think all those citizens want that? For when some like lizard crosses the street? No, no, they don't. They do not need to have the fire patrol, the police, the water, the coast recycling. guard, recycling. Everybody goes out on site. Why wasn't this what your deal with? This should have been what's the deal with Paw Patrol. And hey, we don't have enough time. We should. Yeah. All right. No kidding. That show is bad for kids. It's an over police. <laughs> they're they're teaching them to trust. You guys the, watch Parks and Rec ever? Parks and yeah. Rec? Anyway, that one where the girl comes in and Ron Swanson teaches her about local government. Mm -hmm. And then she comes back with the paper that <laughs> explains how local government matters. And she writes, it doesn't. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, well said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that, so we'll, we'll discuss that on a different episode, but this week we're going to get to a different topic yes. that I'm excited to talk about. That is a current, I would say current issue in business that many people are going to, I think, um, disagree on aspects of it, depending on your position. Yeah. If you're on the, yes, go. Non-competes. Non-competes. Non-competes and where they're at. So go to YouTube, leave us a comment, how you feel about this topic. Non-competes. Non non if you've enforced a non-compete. So let's talk about, let's talk about what a non-compete is. So as they've evolved over the years, which they should, Yep. they should have, but they've evolved. And in the state of Idaho, a non-compete you can hold a key employee to a non-compete agreement for 18 months post-employment. That's you're saying that's what the law says. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You're not saying what actually will get upheld in court. Exactly. Okay. Now I had to redo some contracts at our office and I was just informed by the attorney that for an employee to enter into a contract, and this is not legal advice. None of this. Marlene. Disclaimer. Don't. We are not lawyers. Okay. I was told by the attorney that to have these employees enter into a non-compete, I have to offer them some form of some form of consideration. Okay. Money. You're giving them something. I have to offer them because they're giving up you something. Say, hey, this you can keep your job. They would if they don't sign it, they leave. Okay. Right. And so for them to sign it, I have to say I'm paying you a certain amount of money. Like extra? You're saying okay. That's like separate from their salary or their comp their right. yearly now, compensation. If, if, if this had been entered into when they joined, then it's like, I have to do the same thing is what if, I was told. If they don't sign up, are you going to let them go? Would you? Yeah. You, you really have to. You, I, they can't work here without that contract. Yeah. Because otherwise that's a risk, a huge liability that he has on his. I mean, your brother went through the same thing. He didn't sign yes. it. We can talk about that. Your brother. We're down John. Yeah. 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 
I don't remember this. Go okay. Ahead. Well, anyway, we can talk about that, but, but as a, as, as a, an employer, if I have a non-compete in the state of Idaho, I have to separate out a portion of the amount I'm paying them and identify that as consideration for them signing a non-compete agreement. Interesting. Is what I was told. Okay. <clears throat> and so I've heard that too before, by the way. So and it so can't just be, so that means a lot of non-competes I'm sure in the Valley or in the state are probably not enforceable. Well, well they I think would, there's a lot of other reasons to, too. You would have to pay the consideration. You know, maybe they just say, well, that's not, it's not valid, but you just pay them consideration. Agree to consideration. I wonder if you'd like negotiate that as an employee though. Like you how do you come up could. with that number? Well, okay. So if you're a physical therapist yeah. and you're like, I'm entering an agreement to where I can't work anywhere in the next, in, in, in a 10 mile radius. I want some consideration for that. Yeah, because and they what am I should supposed get to it. do if I if if we separate for whatever exactly because you have complete control over me then right exactly you, yeah, you do yeah, we talk about like we, I mean we've mentioned Mark Mosby well yeah. maybe we haven't mentioned his name but a friend a friend that I maybe or maybe yeah I I think doctors or eye doctors or chiropractors or physical therapists or dentists you're giving up it's a big risk a bigger like you have to travel to a different city yeah to practice. And that's a big deal. And so if you're exacting that from them, um, that's a big, you know, you're giving that up, right? But are you guys in general for or against non-competes? I, I think that's too, how can you not, if you have a business where you're going to bring on someone that's going to have insider, like, um, yeah, I'm for them, but I think they just need to be reasonable. Uh, it's, I think they just can't, it's just, it, they serve a purpose. I, th I think they're more applicable in certain types of businesses, mm -hmm. certain fields where your IP yes. right, is your main competitive advantage. So if there's some special technology that you have and you're keeping that under wraps and someone knows about it and leaves and then can just go create that same like thing. Like Tesla. Yes. Like Tesla. Mm -hmm. I mean, right? I signed an IP agreement with my own company. Mm -hmm. because with cobalt with cobalt yeah because if cobalt sold to someone else and then i was like well i was my idea i can go do my own thing the, the ip has to belong to cobalt intelligence hmm. that's interesting Didn't because that. otherwise it'd be a huge liability for that company that bought it they'd be like oh well he what would stop you from just doing this immediately you could you, you could sign in in the agreement you could sign a ownership agreement of the ip right right yes certainly he's just ahead of the Game. I well, think it's too, when I took investor, right? Okay. The, the investor, it's only okay. when the investors came in. I think too. I think too. Uh, customers. If you're stealing customers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. If you're in a sales, sometimes that's hard though. Yeah, you're saying so. Let's say, for example, you have a lot of people that have built relationships with their, you know, with sales the, associate. Yes. Uh huh. And so, if they leave, you're worried about them taking them with them. But the pr problem is, is that person has a choice. Didn't we have someone? Was it Mac? Someone who left, they, they worked in a business that was like a sales. Mac was part of that, yeah. Yeah, and he left and they were like, what about a non-compete? I was like, well, these people can choose. Exactly. If you don't solicit them, they yes. can still come to you. And how do you, how do you, that's a non-compete. I don't know if it's enforceable. I, it so, sucks. So in the state of Colorado, non-competes. How do you know this? You know people in Colorado? Uh, I would, in the organization I'm at, there okay. was some Got news it. and training about it. Yeah. But there was also an article about it recently. State of Colorado, to my knowledge, non-competes invalid. Yeah. So do you think people, no one signs them? Like they're not, no, not legally valid in the state of Colorado. But you, I'm just saying, does the company still give them to people? Cause I don't think it's so. more scary 
And that enforces it more than like if you actually took legal action, then you'd be fine. So, so in our organization, if you, if you, if we buy an agency in Colorado and they have a non-compete, we have to rewrite that agreement so that, you know, we're in compliance with local laws. Okay. So they might have, that's what I'm saying. They might have one, sure. even though it's, but it's they're not, unenforceable. It's not, it's not enforceable. Yeah. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. I bet you that a lot of people still do them because they're like, oh, I heard this is good. I'll print one off, get signed by employees and sign it yeah. or sign it, but it doesn't, it's not enforceable. Have you ever done a non? Have you ever been involved in a non-compete scenario? We know Matt has. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Do you want to talk about it? Sure, we can talk about it. I mean, I thought it was interesting. It was. I mean, it I, is an I don't issue. Know how much details you can go into? I've, I've been on. I've been on the employer side of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were right there with me I was during there with the you. whole non-compete thing. I was there with you, and that was tricky. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about it. So. I worked for a company for almost 10 years. Right. Um, I left that company. And you had signed a non-compete during this time. I had signed a non-compete. Um, this doesn't, one way or the other, I, when I had left, anyway, so I left the company. Yes, I had signed a non-compete when I was there. I left to go do something in a totally different industry, right? So when I left this company, I had no intention of competing with them. Um, then after, actually it wasn't a year. Probably three or four months. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. even that long a time. An opportunity yeah. came up to do something that would go against this company. Um, I didn't take any customer information. Did I have industry knowledge? Yeah, I did. Um, and then actually formed my own company that was a competitor to this. So the three or four month thing that came up was working for somebody. Yeah. And then decided to start my own thing. And, uh, I actually talked to my previous employer, told him what I was doing and nothing happened. It was kind of like, and that was probably one of the biggest boons for that whole disagreement, wasn't it? Yeah. And I mean, I told them what I was doing after I had started doing other things. So things were in motion, right. Um, with starting a business or starting this new business that would compete with them. Uh, and I got some great advice and they're like, you need to let them know what's going on. Cause I was, I just was saying they're going to find out when they're going to find out. That was good advice. It was great advice. I remember, looking back, that was great. And it came from somebody who had dealt with it several times. And he's like, it's not fun to find out just, you know, by word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. So I called them up and I told them what I was doing. And well, and that's like the legally good move to do and high integrity move to do. Yeah. One thing I didn't do, I didn't ask if I had signed a non-compete. I didn't want to go there. Right. Didn't want to know. I didn't want to know. And I had spent so much time thinking, did I sign one? Did I sign one? I don't remember signing one. Uh, I didn't have access obviously to my work email. I went through everything that I could find and I was like, I like, I know I didn't sign one. I would remember it. Uh, well, turns out I did sign it. And um, it wasn't until later. So I'd called that company and told them what I was doing. The president, the yeah. president, a couple of people. And it was mixed. The reception, you know, was a little course, bit like warm. One person was like, Hey, awesome. The other person was like, okay, well, you know, what can I say? You're going to go compete and whatever. And then it wasn't until like, I don't know, three or four months after that, that, uh, they sent an email six to months me. after that. I remember. Was it six yeah. months? They sent an email saying, you know what? We did some digging in. You did sign a non-compete. And I was like, oh, because we were like, 
I mean, we had already spent some money. We had already done some things with setting up uh, this new business that was going to compete with them. And they were threatening legal action, which was super stressful because we're a new company. We don't have any money to fight a legal battle. Um, we were calling anybody that would listen to us. We called Brandon's father-in-law. You know, we talked to several people. Like, what do we do? And there's no real, like, non-compete lawyers that are specific, at least that you could find. I, I mean, there's business lawyers and things like that. And everybody that we had talked to, um, my brother who we had on the podcast dealt with something very similar. Um, and it was just like, is it enforceable? Is it not? And we, we really didn't know. And it came down to, well, they have money. We don't have money. Um, and it was going to be the end of this business that we had started. And, um, yeah. What, what else am I missing Brandon with? Oh, that? not much. That was, it was, it was a lot of decisions that we were trying to make in a week. Yeah. And we had meetings and then to their credit, they came back and said, Hey, it's yeah. been 18 months since you signed that. Yeah. So that's the part I left out. So yeah. I remember it was getting down to the wire where something was going to happen. They were going to dissolve us, make us go away. I don't, you know, we were going to get rid of inventory or whatever. And I remember we were on the phone, you and I like, Hey, what we had calls out to lawyers waiting for them to call us back. And cause th things were getting tight. And then we got a call from the president of this company and he's like, Hey, look, we're not trying to bluff. Uh, but we got some new information saying, um, well, we got some new information from our attorney and we're not going to take legal action with this. And so he, and he said, we would prefer if you chose a different uh, yeah. industry to start a business sure. in, and also offered some other things, which were very generous of them. But, um, yeah, so that was good on their part, but it was a really stressful time. You, Honestly, it is to their credit that he called back because he didn't have to, right? He could have just let you sweat. Didn't have to and just said like, no, we're going to court. Like you can't do this. Or he, he could just say it though. Mm -hmm. And even that right there might've been enough to. Yeah. yeah. Cause we would have had to take it to, I don't know what else we would have done. Go to court, which I don't know that we're going to do that. Yeah. I, we didn't have the money to do that. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that was a crazy one. That was a, that was, you know, I, I think that non-competes are going to go away. I think like this kind of non-compete, this is not a good one. If you have industry knowledge and you can't use it, I feel like the skills you learn on a job those are skills that are yours. Yeah. So that's part of the benefit of, but IP is, is a little different when you're using specific yeah. and customer it, and knowledge. It, and it wasn't like, so I was in IT. Mm -hmm. So IT, you have a lot of access to information and things like that. It's, it's funny. Um, so I left, right. And time had passed. It's not like I left there with customer information. Right. Yeah. I knew certain things that how they worked a little bit. A process you see. But when I got to starting the new business, I was like, man, it would be really nice to have a customer list right now, yeah. <laughs> you know, or it would be really nice to have all this information. Cause yeah, I knew some stuff, but in a way it was like starting over. We there was so, so much I didn't every know. Every business is, yeah, they're different. Yeah. For every person. I think you knew one aspect of their, of that company, but we needed to know a lot. <laughs> we needed to know yeah. like everything and we didn't. So we just started from scratch. Well, there's so, there's some things you can know. But also the relationships are so important. So with vendors and different things like yeah. that, we were so young and it's like, nobody knew us. We didn't have any credibility. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think non-competes are going, you know, because in my industry, I can do a non-compete. But, you know, all they're really all they're really restricted to is the customers that I have right now. And as in they can't solicit, right? Right. But the customers can leave of their own will. Yeah, the, the, the customers can. Yeah, I'm not going to sue the customer, come back. Yeah. And so and so that and there's like trade secrets, like how yes. I do it. But, I, you know, that's a fight. That's, that's a like the a, a losing battle mm -hmm. because they can say, we don't do it exactly like you. Right. Like, well, you do it similar. Like, okay. Right. Good it's luck. A it's a tough one to enforce. So it's like, look, I'd almost rather have them go away. It, there's, there's a part of me that's like, look, okay, don't take my customer. Don't listen to my customers. Right. It's really lame. It's unethical. It's unethical. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, don't listen to my customers. Let them make the decision. You go your own way. We'll go our, our own way. You know, I, I have a brother that's a dentist and he's like, you know, I would hate for a dentist to leave and take all the, my customers that we earned, you know, but how could you, but again, the person, the person the gets to choose a very personal choice. Yeah. Like if you were going to a dentist, dental office and you, you see that dentist every time and he leaves, you're going to go with him. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Right. Right. You, you, you need a incentive to stay. That's right. Right. And so. I don't know. I, but as a business owner, you're putting so much into these employees and dentists and doing so much. You feel like, Hey, there should be some compensation for my end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As to why, like what protections do I get? Right. Right. And so I see there's, there's totally valid points on both sides. Right. right? You'd rather take the stance of no non-compete at all. At some point, I think that's where it's going. Right. Should and, employers just come to accept the fact that you're training or potentially training your, your, your competitor. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're always in that. There's always that, you know, cause I, the, a few people have left and started their own agencies from here. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think competitors should be looked at in a lot of ways as like, look, there's enough out there. The pie's big enough. The pie's big enough. You know, my, my dad was like all competitors of mine are my enemies. Mm -hmm. And so I sort of grew up, with that influence. But I think now I feel so much differently about it. It's like, look, I don't have, I have very, very small portion of the industry right. and you know, I don't know who has the rest. And you have to think about it. Most of them, sure. it's, like, it's almost like, yeah. yeah. Like you can look at them sometimes to get ideas, whatever, but to stress about, I don't know. To me, it's always been like, there's plenty of, I think if life. you're, I think if you're, you're inward focused, you're yes. always just going to push forward and try to do things that are working and new and different and stuff. And that's the more, that's the better way of doing it versus being vindictive. Yes. And being like, I'm going to stop them from like right. competing against me. And so I think that's more productive right. for the economy, for, you know, our society in general, but that changes your strategy on like, how do we make sure that, you know, I, th I think top key employees should have some restriction, yeah, but I, mean, I think, access, yeah, but I think lower, lower ent entry level employees, they should be able to do whatever they want. You know, yeah. go back and forth or do whatever they want, you know, for the most part, you just got to treat it differently. Right. So, but I, I, I do think we're on the path of non-competes are going to be so uh, restrictive that if you don't write it very specifically, then you, they won't hold it's up anyway. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I can understand that. So I think I do hate is that the fact that it was Citadel was almost killed just by the fact that you didn't have the legal resources. To fight sure. that, I yeah, feel like yeah. that scenario a lot of times it's like you go up uh, anyone with deep pockets and you know Brandon we heard a story last week um, off air right about someone that had that scenario where they were 
they would have been, they would have completely hosed if they wouldn't have had deep pockets to be able to fight a bigger company. Yeah. And that sucks. You know, it's like you have, you could lose tons of money because this guy just has more money and you can't even, you're not going to even get to the point where you have a chance to win because you don't have enough money to fund the, yeah. even, the, even, even if you're guaranteed to win, you couldn't fund it. Right. You, it's yeah. right. It's right. You have to take like a loan and no one's going to, you know, yeah, no, right. nobody's going to give you a loan to, this. to win a lawsuit. Right. <laughs> I promise I'll win. And then you get your money back. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to do that. Yeah. Maybe that's a good business though. Starting loans. To help Starting you. loans for lawsuits. Loss. I don't think that is a good business. <laughs> High, hey, high look, risk. It's a guarantee. It's a high it's risk. It's like bail bonds, but for like business, <laughs> business like contract discussions. Yeah. Well, well, I'd be interested to hear what our uh, what our listeners think. Yes. You I know, agree. from the employee side, from the business owner side, what you think? If you're not are non competes vital to your business? Yep. Or are they just like if you eliminated all non competes from your contracts, would your business be a lot different? Maybe it would. Maybe it would. Yeah. A lot of times it seems like it would. The thing is, like you don't most of you don't ever think about it, right? Until you need to. Right. Yeah. Hey, if you comment, we'll get you a box of cereal. We'll right. we'll choose one comment. Get him a box of cereal. Whoa. Yeah, I'll I give a box of cereal to every single comment. Huh? You'll whoa, do one to whoa, everyone. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, how many? That's are we a lot of comments. Right no, no, no. That's a lot. Okay. Sure. Maybe a little fun size cereal. How yeah, those like travel first, or the hotel size. First ten. First ten comments get cereal. Like in the next month, though, right? This isn't like okay. forever, but first ten comments. They're gonna have to month? give us their address. Yeah, or whatever. I, we're probably or they can they stop are. by the studio. <laughs> we know who they are. It's like Marlene, our moms, <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, we have a ton of comments Whoa. on YouTube. We don't mm -hmm. count uh, us. You guys are not eligible. Ineligible. Yeah, you can't comment Boo Berries, Mr. Boo Berries. Over. Right, I would have, I I would have changed we're it. Run the outro. Thanks for listening to the Founders Podcast. Be sure to follow the host on Twitter. Search at Jord B. Hansen and at Brandon Minot to discuss more. Also, be sure to visit thefounderspod.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.